Welcome to the Creative Monday Show. This show is the home for creatives, business, lifestyle, and wellness professionals who believe in personal and professional development. Each week, we bring you an inspirational person from around the world to help you learn effective lessons and strategies to develop yourself, grow your business, and impact your community. I'm your host, Mervyn Batram, business consultant, brand strategist, and innovative entrepreneur. Let the show begin. Welcome to another edition of the Creative Bundle Discussion Show. I'm a, I am your host, Mervyn Badram, and we will be with you for the next hour. I am super, super excited about today's guest, uh, all the way from the other side of the world in South Africa. Um, man, it, um, I love animation. I love uh, the story of David and take those two things and put them together. I think we have a perfect, perfect um, cake, if you want to call it that, right? And so to, today's guest, uh, we, we're going to uh, speak to um, the creator, one of the producers and uh, the, the creative team that's working on the David movie project. It's an animation project um, that's really good. I believe it's going to have a major impact in the world. Uh, it's going to help bring transformation to the world. I've only seen the previews of it and already I was like, really drawn in i was drawn into the story drawn into just the message of it and just he, how they captured those little nuances that we can overlook when we're reading the bible you know you sometimes read the bible and we tend to uh don't put ourselves in that space and i think this team has done such an amazing job in capturing what was going on so anyways i don't want to tell you more about it let's get into the conversation i want to welcome to the screen miss rita um, she's going to speak with us about the process and just hear their journey and what they've been going through. So welcome uh, to the Creative Bonded Discussion Show. Let's have Ms. Rita join us. Thanks, Mervyn. So nice to be here. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you. It's such an honor. Like I, as I said earlier, I love what you guys are doing. I love uh, that you're taking a story that we've heard a lot. And this is mm -hmm. this is one of those stories that's it's not new to many people, but you're bringing it in such a unique way. Uh, tell us a little about why animation, like why, or before we even jump into that, let us hear, like, tell us about who you are, what you're doing. And then, we, yeah. I, can you tell, I want to get into it, but yeah, tell us about who you are, <laughs> what you're doing, and uh, just help us to get to know you a little bit. Amazing. I, I love I love your enthusiasm. Thank you so much. Um, so, yes, I'm Rita Mbanga, one of the producers of, of the David um, animated feature film. And um, I work with Sunrise Animation Studios. I uh, have been here actually 20 years now, going on 20 years wow. this year. Um, it's been an incredible journey. We started off in Zimbabwe um, and uh, there we made a stop motion animated feature film called The Legend of the Sky Kingdom, um, which was our first film and we used um, kind of junk and recycled material and made them into characters and and told the story that way. Um, that movie is on YouTube if anybody is interested in, in watching that. Uh, that was a good 20 years ago, though. Hmm. Um, and since then, we kind of stop motion is, a, is, is really a labor intensive, um, incredibly beautiful medium, but um, yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting work goes into it. Um, and we were like, oh, there's got to be an easier way to tell stories. <laughs> um, and so we did a 3D, we went into 3D. So um, computer generated animation. And um, yeah, in the last 20 years have done um, kind of a lot of different types of animation, uh, have TV shows, um, feature films, 
We've done documentaries, commercials, um, and then obviously feature film development happening. And we run, yeah, we're we're kind of producing two two feature films right now at the same time. Um, uh, one is Jungle Beat Movie Two, kind of Ooh. based, uh, yeah, which is really exciting. Jungle Beat Movie One came out two years ago now, um, so the second film is is in production. And then obviously the story of David that we're working on. Um, but I'll just, I'll just, I'm also excited to talk about David. So I'll just segue into, into the question that you asked as well, yeah. um, about why animation, cause it's, it's very much, um, uh, kind of, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite an easy answer actually, because we really believe in the power of animation to transcend age, race, culture barriers better than almost any other, um, entertainment medium. We just feel like when you tell an animated story, you're not alienating anybody. Um, it's a very accessible medium. And, you know, your two-year-old and your 92-year-olds can yeah. all watch it without any filters. Um, and we really just believe that it's a powerful, powerful medium to tell to tell any story. And people are kind of wide open and that they'll accept, you know, kind of your message without any pre-prejudices or anything like that. And so we love animation as a storytelling medium. And we just love that it brings families together. You know, I I, I can watch stuff with my four-year-old son and my 74-year-old dad, you know, um, and, and all kind of all three of us enjoy it. Um, and so that is the power of animation. You have really broad reach. Um, you know, you guys watch it over there. We watch it in South Africa. You know, I've got cousins in Australia who watch, you know, watch it and, and everyone kind of, um, I guess, receives it. And so we feel like we have a particular responsibility as yeah. communicators in this medium because you have such a, such a wide reach and you have, you know, there's so much power, we believe, in animation. Um, and so we, we take that responsibility seriously. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the reasons why we are, we're making the story of David, because we just love um, what a powerful, brave, expansive character he was and how he lived after, kind of lived after God's heart, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's why we're so excited to be telling this story. Yeah. Why I love David, and, and we could talk a little bit more into why David, but here's why I love David. David was a man who to me, showed transition in his life. He started as a shepherd. He worked as a shepherd. Then he ended up working in the courts of the king. So he had to learn how to adjust to that space. And then he became king. So like exactly. he, he's a perfect example of someone who kind of like elevate in their lives. You start one place and then you're elevating in your life and you have to make adjustments. You have to learn new things. You have to hold on to your faith, your belief as you transition. I mean, um, like I, I, there's so much I can say about David and, and why. So for you guys, when you, when you were choosing David as a character, what, what was going on in your heart? What were you hoping mm -hmm. to bring out from his own story and his journey? Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. We, we love how, uh, you know, God says in the Bible, I found in David a man after my own heart. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's just, there's so much power in that, but, but also we love, um, how he went from shepherd boy to king, as you yeah. say, you know, um, and how he just, you know, if you read the Psalms, right, he just, he had such hardship in his life, but he just continued to look up, right? And he just, mm. praise was always on his lips, you know, yeah. um, that's incredibly inspiring. Um, but just to kind of take a step back, so Phil Cunningham, who runs Sunrise, um, and who this, this was his whole, the story of David, to tell the story of David has been a long time passion of his. Um, and, and if you ask him why he will say, you know, he grew up in the bush in Zimbabwe and, yeah. you know, he experienced God as this like wild, expansive, 
you know, beautiful, you know, epic sunsets, dramatic sunsets and, you know, wild storms and just like, you know, thundering waterfalls and, and that kind of expansive, passionate God, you know, that's, that's how Phil experienced God. Um, you know, but a lot of, a lot of people experience God as like a kind of a, kind of almost like a, a, a very strict headmaster, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but when you read the story of David, you can tell that he experiences God, you know, the way Phil does, right? Like just as, you know, he's, he has all this courage and he just like takes God at his word and he's just this, fearless, you know, um, this from when he's a little boy, right? This fearless shepherd boy, killing lions and bears and then Goliath, you know, which is the story that everybody knows. Um, and David just has this boldness and this fearlessness uh in his character because he believes God, you know, and he and he loves God and he and he knows God for who he really is. And so Phil's kind of reason for wanting to tell the story of David is to just show people like this is God, this expansive, loving beautiful protecting faithful god you know um like this is this is our god um and so that's that's you know really kind of the the main reason why we wanted to tell this beautiful story and it's so exciting you know yeah like the story of david is so epic and and just the amazing you know this little shepherd boy slaying this huge giant and then <laughs> going on to become king it's just an yeah. incredible story in in every respect yeah, there's there's so much packed in David's life because I love what you said just now from shepherd boy to king. There, there, that journey. I mean, that journey on a whole has so much lessons. Uh, regardless of your if you're fit based or not, there's so much you can go and look into his life and how he handled different circumstances. And he had failures. I mean, we all know mm-hmm. about his failures, which again shows the humanity element um, and being able to after failures kind of make the right choices to come back on track and get things back mm. on track. Right. And so a uh, wonderful story, wonderful. I think David was a, a definitely a key person to kind of hone in on, but mm. you said you, you mentioned Phil. And, and so let's talk a little bit about that and Phil and the company the, and, and kind of how you guys got started because when we were, we were talking and, you know, uh, um, off air when we were doing our pre-interview, like you said something that jumped up to all of us. None, of, like you guys didn't start as experts in this field. You guys were doing different things, and um, and then you kind of decided, like, hey, we want to go here. This is what we're called to. And then you had to kind of step up and learn as you go along. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about that journey. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's been an amazing journey. So, well, Phil and Jackie, I guess, are the are the best kind of examples. Seeing as they, you know, they run the company. So Jackie is Phil's wife, and. Phil was actually um, a farmer, a chicken farmer. He had studied agriculture and, you know, was just going to be a, a, be a farmer um, and was farming. And his wife, Jackie, was um, like a scientist. You know, she's, yeah. she's an incredible, incredible woman. And one day Phil just said, you know, like, let's make movies. <laughs> you know, having, having never studied it, you know, kind of living, you know, trading chickens and eggs kind of thing. And and Jackie is so, she's like the bravest person I know. And she was just like, yes, let's, let's make movies. And so long story short, um, they ended up, you know, kind of selling, closing down the agricultural business, closing down the business that made money to go into business that didn't make money. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Totally. Such incredible entrepreneurs. Um, and yeah, and started, started Sunrise. And a lot of us that kind of started in the early days, you know, I, I'd studied broadcasting and was kind of, you know, journalism was my thing. And I was on my way to being a broadcaster. And um, one of my other colleagues was also in agriculture. Um, and so we have this, just this 
beautiful kind of hodgepodge of backgrounds, you know, um, our, our kind of writer director was a copywriter and worked for an advertising agency. Um, so kind of nobody really had any experience in, you know, um, in animation. So it was really fun, you know, steep learning curve. And, um, the film I was telling you about a little earlier, The Legend of the Sky Kingdom, we 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 had one script, um, you know, didn't go through any rewrites or, or anything like that, made the film, had it on a tape, and then we're like, sort of like, what do we do? And we kind of started going to <laughs> film markets and film festivals and literally selling the finished product, which, you know, we, we learned the hard way, right? You never do that. Because um, it takes just as long to kind of sell a film as it does to make a film. So you mm. almost start selling and marketing it as you stop before mm. you start production, you know, those two things go and um, kind of go hand in hand. And so, yeah, it was, it's been a, it's been an amazing learning curve. And what I think what's been a privilege for all of us too, is to kind of learn along the way yeah. to have that space to do that and to, um, to fail and then to, and yeah. then to learn and then to kind of get back up and then have the opportunity to do it the right way has been an incredible experience for us and, and just the best way to learn, I think. And so uh, we all feel very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So we said with David from Shepherd to King, we could say with Phil from Chicken Farmer to Movie Maker, <laughs> Animator, right? <laughs> I, I love it. I love it because I think it's, we are all in transition. Um, You know, yeah. this version of ourselves isn't the, the complete version. We are, exactly. you know, there there is a blueprint that God does have in store for us. And as, mm. we, as we feel those inclinations and those promptings, we start make steps towards them and transition happen and we got to change and we got to learn. I love what you said, mm. learn as you go along, which mm. is truly embracing the heart of a learner. Um, we, we are not just going to school, get an education and it's finished, but it's that learn, that continual uh, learning and maintaining the heart of a learner as you go along. So you, you said you said a little bit about it just now, but talk to us, what were some of the lessons you learned in those mm. earlier years, both as um, you know, starting up this venture, starting coming on board um, and as a business side of things, but then also as mm. as as a as a company, as the movie making animations, maybe things you've learned, like you just mm. mentioned, start promote before the thing is finished, right? Exactly. So, what exactly. kind of exactly. what kind of lessons did you guys learn in those earlier years? If you had to look yeah. back now and say, we wish we knew that, you know? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So, um. One of the other things is relate, and this is, I guess, a lesson for life is, is just as much as it is for our industry, but relationships are everything. Yeah. Um, you know, people work with people they like and know. And so um, if you're going to spend time and effort on anything, it is investing in people um, and investing in relationships. And so mm -hmm. that kind of it works always for us. I guess it works with your team because animation is a very long kind of cycle. And yeah. so any film takes like a minimum of, two years to make, mm -hmm. you know, and you're working under relatively high pressure, you know, with 50, 100, 150 people, you know, and so having a good relationship, having a, a trusting, respectful, you know, happy relationship with people is is, is critical because you spend a long time together under, you know, pretty high pressure. Um, and then likewise, there's so many aspects to an animated film. So never mind all the different departments actually making the film, but then, you know, then you've got the marketing side of things. You've got your you know, your PR team, for example, you've got your sales agents and your distributors, you know, your exhibitors. Um, so there's just, there's just a whole lot of people. It's this huge ecosystem yeah. and it's really important to invest in relationships and in getting to know people. And, um, yeah, that's a huge, it's, you know, almost the biggest part of, of what it is that we do is, which is so wonderful. Right. Um, and yeah, and the thing just to kind of segue, the thing I love about that, um, is that, 
everyone's so different and everyone has such a different skill set, you know, yeah. like I can't draw to save my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I work with people who are like some of the best artists, literally the best artists in the world, you know, and we work, we have to work together. Right. Um, and, and I love that about it. Um, but it's kind of go back to learning. So relationship is key. Um, and yes, yeah, start selling your film the day you start making it actually mm. before. Um, and then one of the other big things that we've learned is, um, so with, with our movie Jungle Beat, uh, we were we had sold it in a bunch of territories and then COVID happened. So we'd mm. sold it to a bunch of theatrical companies. And then obviously in 2020, all the theatres shut down. And so we kind of had to, you know, pull that back. And then we tried to, to kind of do it our, ourselves, you know, and we kind of, um, and we and we learned to be like, we were like, well, we're a production company. That's for sure. And so much respect for sales companies and marketing yeah. companies, you know, cause we were doing a lot of the marketing. We had an incredible marketing agency um, who worked with us and, you know, but it was, there's so much more that goes into that than we even began to understand. I'm pretty sure it was just the tip of the iceberg that we, you know, kind of were involved with and trying to kind of do it ourselves, you know, having to have pivot um, with COVID. And so a huge, we learned a huge thing is like, Okay, we're production, right? There's a reason everybody has these huge, big marketing and sales departments, you know, um, and let's let them kind of yeah. do that incredible work. So, um, yeah, it really is just a really big, I've just said it before, but it's a huge ecosystem. And, and I just love how everybody has their skill and works together so beautifully to bring this, you know, to bring a film literally from paper to screen. Um, so much goes in, goes into it. Um, and then, you know, then the other learning, a big, a big learning for us is, um, yeah, just, you know, you'll fail a million times, you know, but to not be disheartened yeah. <laughs> um, and to pivot when you need to, um, but just keep getting up. Um, and, you know, we've, we've had some films that we worked on for 12 years, you know, mm. um, it's a really long time. And, but if you're passionate about something, you know, just keep, keep knocking on that door, keep walking down that road, you know, just never, ever, ever give up. How, how do you guys how do you guys stay motivated i mean you said that you've been working on films for 12 years how long mm -hmm. has the david movie you guys been working on that and how do you stay motivated in situations uh, like mm -hmm. that where you're working on a project and it's it's taking longer or it might be going over an extended period of time yeah so i mean it's quite an easy answer for us so this is i think this is the eighth year okay of us working on david i think it was 2014 that we started um, it, you know, cause again, it's, you know, you've got to do research, then you write your script and, you know, so it's a really long process, but yeah, you know, we've been going for eight years and we are, you know, we're just as fired up today as we were in 2014 about this mm -hmm. film, if not more, you know, cause you've kind of done more, you're getting closer and closer. Um, but staying motivated, I guess, is just believing in your dream and your vision. Right. And it's, again, it's so critical about the team you have around you, Yeah. you know, cause if you ever have a day when you're feeling demotivated or anything, you know, just pick up the phone and talk to one of your colleagues or, or whatever. And just hearing how fired up they are really helps. But, but primarily it's, it's believing in, you know, we believe, you know, God has given us the story to tell. Right. And so we, um, yeah, we are super committed to, um, to doing it, you know, and, and we've had huge setbacks along the way, but we just are so, we are so sure that this is what we're meant to be doing. Yeah. Um, and even if it's hard, we just trust that God will give us what we need. And so we just take one step at a time. You know, we don't, we're not like, you know, yes, you've got to think of the end goal and having a finished film, right? But but what we've even done is we've broken it down into kind of chapters. Okay, chapter one, this is our goal. Chapter mm. two, this is our goal. Chapter three, this is our goal. Um, and so it's literally just, 
taking, you know, kind of bite-sized chunks and and doing what we feel is the next thing to do. Um, and, yeah, we're slowly getting there. You know, if we look back now, kind of what we've done, it's amazing. There's still a long way to go, um, but we can feel inspired and encouraged and motivated that we just have to take the next step. Um, and we really believe we'll get there. And that, that is amazing. That is amazing. I love that. You know, my my brother, brother-in-law, David Smith, um, he has an animation f- um, company here in Belize in our films. I was giving him an unashamed plug there. Uh, yeah, um, and David, uh, he they did this, um, the, one of Belize's first animation film, um, Tequani and Duende, right? And so we had him on this, the, the show a few amazing. seasons back. But I see him do this and I'm listening to what you're saying. And it's the same, the, the diversity of team and working with different people who works mm-hmm. at different like illustrators, animators, mm-hmm. people who are like the, having to work with a, a wide array of people with different skill set. And then you guys are doing that even at a larger scale um, in that sense. So let's, let's talk a little bit about team dynamics um, um, and kind of how mm-hmm. that works. And I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Like I'm going to give you some scenarios and you can like, how do you guys deal with this? Right. So let's, awesome. let's say just now, like let's say a, a, a major setback comes um, maybe you can't hit your deadline or something comes, a major set, setback comes that would affect the cash flow of the business. What, what mm-hmm. or how do you go about addressing that with your team? And how do you keep people motivated in a scenario like that? Mm. Well, I mean, the good thing is Phil and Jackie are very, very inspiring um, and motivational people. And so, and and I think what's critical too is is strength of communication, right? Yeah. Um, and so what they are so good at is communicating soon. So hmm. if there's, you know, any kind of setback that looks like it might come our way, they will, you know, get the team together and say, guys, this is what looks like is going to be happening. And so they, there's no surprises, you know? Yeah. So it's not like, um, you know, so they will communicate, 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 you know, um, which is fantastic. And I think that really, really helps. And I think it's really, really important because it's, you know, that's respecting the team and, you know, guys have to make decisions for themselves and for their families. And so, you know, it is, it's, it's communicating soon um, and often and um, yeah, and just respecting, you know, respecting the team and, and needing, you know, when they need to know stuff. Um, so I think, you know, and the other, the, the, I guess one of the good things about the industry is like, you know, um, guys know, you know, like um, kind of how, how it works. And um, so there's not often huge surprises because yeah. it's like, you know, if the funding does fall away or if, you know, deadlines get pushed forward and there's a whole lot of pressure, like, you know, people are genuinely very understanding, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but, but Phil and Jackie are so inspiring and just have such big vision that it's very easy to, um, you know, be like, okay, it's going to be hard for a little while, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, we'll do deep or whatever. They've just got such, got so much faith, right. And, um, such compassion and, and are so wonderful with the team, um, that it's very easy to, um, stay motivated, you yeah. know, very with, nice. with those kind of leaders, you know? Yeah. So leadership communication, I love that. Uh, communicate, communicate, over communicate and communicate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I love that. It's communicate. As, I love what you said earlier. Like as soon as something looks like it's going to happen, to start communicate from that point. So yeah. no surprises. I think that's that's a very so great important. leadership quality. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, s- scenario. So you guys just hit a major goal. Mm-hmm. Um. How you have to celebrate and then get back to work. Like how how do you do that? What does celebration look like? Um, and how do you like 
we had this big mountain top, but then we got to get back into the trenches and keep going. Yeah. Like, what what does that look like for you guys? So we um we recently I was just recently at the studio and we had a lamb on the spit. <laughs> a what? A lamb on the spit. Okay. Uh, we call it a spit bry. Yeah. Okay. It's basically like someone comes in and like roasts a lamb outdoors, oh, you know, okay. nice. um, and you have like a get together and everyone, you know, um, yeah, comes together and has a big chat and have a little party and there's balloons and cake and, and eats lamb and kind of hangs out and connects. And so nice. I guess why this one was particularly special is because we've kind of all been apart for the last two years, you know, everyone's been working remotely. And so, you know, now that things are slowly starting to open up over here, um, it was a really nice opportunity. You know, it was still obviously, you know, distanced and you have to do all the COVID protocols or whatever, but um, but it was just nice to see everybody in one space, you know, yeah. um, and and have a bit of a celebration. Like, you know, yeah. So so we 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 are big and it's and Jackie is is really good at this, at celebrating milestones. Yeah. The birthdays, you know, everyone gets a shout out, you know, on the on the studio WhatsApp group or um on our Slack channels and, um, you know, kind of work anniversaries, you know, we'll celebrate that. And, um, yeah, you know, definitely, you know, like one of my colleagues is expecting a baby. And so we like throw a baby shower for her. So we're really big at, um, you know, because it's a, it's a, it's your life, right. It's, it's not, um, something separate to your life. Um, and so, uh, Jackie's really good at, making you know the workplace and the company and, and sunrise a place where we celebrate each other's victories and um and milestones and things like that and it just makes it feel like a, a big family um that's yeah. super awesome that's super awesome my, my wife does that and i think the wives are better <laughs> at doing those kind of eras my, my, i think when we we went to a stretch where she had to be away from the office for a, for a month or so and i was like I really, really need you here. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's a, it's like it makes a big difference just to have that partner, and uh, she kind of covers those areas for sure. You know, like um, you know, uh, Miss Rita. Like, I I love, I just really love the family culture that you guys have created. Like, what can mm-hmm. you say or speak into in terms of culture and how to to build a culture uh, within your company? And and mm-hmm. and you know, what are some key ingredients that you would say need be in there and things that you would need to kind of maybe keep away because it can bring destruction to the culture within your company or your mm. organization or your team? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good question. So, I mean, I'll just speak for the things that I think that, um, that, yeah. So, so one of the, again, one of the things is celebrating, you know, but milestones in everybody's life. Right. So it's, it's keeping it as not as something separate, you know, like your, your birthday is, it's who you are and we celebrate you, right? Whether you're at work, or you're at home, you know? Um, so I guess it's, it's the things you do as a family, right? So it's communicating well and often it's celebrating milestones, small and big, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a lot of respect for people and it's, it's, it's a relationship, right? So it's time spent with people. So again, Jackie's really good at, you know, pick up the phone. Hey, I've noticed you're looking sad the other day. Yeah. You know, is there anything you want to talk about? Can I take you for a coffee? You know, which is, which is incredible. So it's, um, and then we do a lot of, um, so like strength finders, you know, we, we all did that. And so it's where you, um, you know, it's just to help you understand each other. Right. So what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? 
okay, this is your area of strength. Let's move you into that area so that you are functioning at your optimal. Mm. You're going to be happier. You're going to work better, you know. Um, okay, this is your weakness. Okay, is it something that you want to work on and grow? And are you comfortable working on that? Or is it something that we should, you know, let's move you out of that area kind of thing. And so there's a lot of effort and energy is put into really understanding who people are um, and, and moving them into that lane. You know, like we've got creative people who really love and have the attitude for business. Okay. So how do we bring them in? You know, yeah. we've got business people who really have a super strong creative arm. Okay. Let's get them in the creative meetings, you know, and we've, we've actually hired some people who come from like one department, but are really passionate about another department. Yeah. I've never had the opportunity. And so we're like, okay, the area that you're passionate about, come work with us in that area. And it's been just the most amazing results, you know? And so, um, yeah, the leadership is really, really intentional about really understanding the person and where you are going to thrive the most, you know, and putting you there. And if you're unhappy, then talking about it and, you know, working hard to kind of make a change. And so, um, yeah, a lot of energy is spent on on really knowing the team and, and where they tick the best, right? Because then you're going to be happy and then you're going to work, work well, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I guess that's, you know, it's it's really is again it goes back to the you know relationship, right? It's just really having an, an a genuine um relationship with people. So really knowing people. Um yeah, you know, and I just, you know, and even I, I'm an example, like when I started working at the company, I was twenty, twenty-one, I think, you know. Mm. Um and I've yeah, and you know, and they just Phil and Jackie just really took time to get to know me, you know, and my role has changed over you know, over the years. And, you know, as I have changed in, as a person and it's been, yeah, it's been really, it's been really incredible. You know, um, I have felt really seen and I felt really known and I felt really loved, yeah. you know, really valued. And so it's like, it's my family. That's <laughs> amazing. Know? Yeah. Man, that's, that, 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 that's, that's amazing. That's a re that's just hearing that, like, that's everything. I know that every company, every organization, I know we want that in, in our company mm -hmm. and that's what we're working towards. And, and, you know, yeah. I, I know we're doing these interviews for our guests and our, um, our, our viewers who's watching to help inspire, motivate and transform their lives, their business, their venture. But a lot of, a lot of it is for me as well. I'm learning and I'm going, oh, we need to implement yeah. that in yeah. our company. Uh, we need to do that in, in our company, right? And so I think it's it's key what you said, that's those relationships and building, you know, mm -hmm. as you were saying, saying that what I heard, like making sure that people are heard, making sure mm -hmm. that they're seen. Uh, I think those are key. Yeah. They're appreciated. They're loved that, you know, that, you know, that they know that they're, they're secure. Their, their space is secure. Yeah. I love, and then there's room for growth. Like you, I love totally. how you said you started when you're 21 and you've moved into different eras. So there's mm -hmm. room for growth within the company. I, I think those are key, definitely yeah. key ingredients. And you know, that's so rare, hey? To, to yes, have, it is. To kind of have done that. It's super rare. And, and, and I guess the thing why, why it's just so amazing as well at Sunrise is, you know, it's, um, so the investment in people is genuine, you know, and it's really because um, Phil and Jackie feel like people are the most important thing. Like it's, it's people over process. It's people over product, you know, mm. it's invest everything in people, you know, um, which is, which is, it's so, it's so rare. Um, but it's, um, it really is, uh, it's, it's really amazing to, to work in an environment like that. How does that work with clients? Because I know sometimes there's some scenarios. I, I'll speak. I, I've had scenarios where 
clients come in and they're rude to the staff or they're demanding or you know they're they're not as patient with the process as well how do you guys navigate situations like that um and how do you prioritize or is there a prioritization of staff over customer or customer over staff or is it a balance or you know or case by case scenario like how what does that look like for you guys so i guess with an animation studio um because there's so many people yeah um and there's such a um it's there's like so many steps in the process um you know there's only a couple of departments that are kind of outward facing if that makes sense okay um and so you know like the marketing team will deal with you know kind of external people um you know and maybe yeah you know then maybe on the on the back end again but you know and obviously the producers right um will deal with you know financiers and um you know sales agents and you know distributors and things like that but the majority of the team um doesn't really deal with like clients or or anything like that you know okay. um but then again right it's it's people are the most important thing and so um it is you know and um yeah, it is, you know, it's respect, right? It's respecting other people and then protecting your family, yeah. you know, um, I love that. is a big part of it as well. So, um, and Phil, Phil is great at that. Yeah. I love that. Respect people and protect your family. That That is, <laughs> I think that sums it up. That's a, that's a good principle and value to embrace. And I think it, that translates into any sit, sit, situation. Respect people, protect your family. You know, yeah. what, what, when we were doing research on you guys and what was very inspirational for us and part of why we wanted to get you guys on the show, um, one, you guys are from South Africa, um, originally in Kenya. Um, Zimbabwe. Of, Zimbabwe, sorry. Originally, <laughs> I was talking to someone in Kenya this morning. That's why. Well, okay. originally, originally in Zimbabwe. And then... Um, you you managed to kind of birth an idea, take an idea and birth it and bring it into fruition. And then you've, you're having this global impact coming from that background. We normally see on media or you're out of North America, out of the US mm. or Canada or those spaces. You don't often see, see, see that. And that's, that's inspirational for us coming from Belize. We're a small country. Um, mm. We're typically known as a third world country, which I, I tend to contest now. We were, to me, we're growing. Um, but the, the reality is there's a lot of dreamers and visionary visionaries here uh, who need to know that hey you can do it you can do it so speak to speak to us speak to entrepreneurs mm. speak to visionaries dreamers here in Belize from a small country but have a big global dream like what would you say mm. to them well it's easy because I would say look at the story of David right yeah um he's a shepherd boy he's on the side of a hill tending to his sheep you know his brothers are like you know you're a kid, stay away, you know, look at the boys <laughs> through the war, you know, like literally it's such a great analogy. And we feel, we totally feel that. Like we feel, you know, we're David and then there's like, you know, there's the world of media, which is, you know, there's, you know, Hollywood, Nollywood, Bollywood, you know, there's this like whole world of incredibly powerful big media, you know, and here's a bunch of us from Zimbabwe, right? Literally like the last country on the list, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, um, and so, but we just, you know, we have this this dream and this passion and this belief, right? Like who, like, um, yeah, and who can tell us not to go for it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so it, it is that, you know, it's such a great, we, we, and we're always kind of comparing ourselves to that. We're like, you know, we're David and, you know, <laughs> we're this little boy, but um, we've got, as you say, we've got this, this vision in our heart and this 
belief like and um and this dream you know and you know there's a lot of kind of cliched sayings like if you dream it you can achieve it and all this kind of stuff yeah but like if it's if it's burning in your heart like just do everything you can to go for it and and you know and get it and and if it's if especially if it's a desire that you feel like god has put there you know he's faithful and yeah and i love that scripture that says um he will give you the desires of your heart, but I kind of, you know, interpret that as like, not only will he like give you those desires, but he will initiate in you mm. um, what he wants to fulfill in your life, you know? Um, and then he will equip you for it, you know? Um, like I'm a mom of two little kids and, and sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, like, do I have what it takes to like raise these, you know, raise these kids, like in the way that God wants them to be, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I just like, you know, I'm just reminded like by the spirit that like, if, you know, because God has put me in this position as a mother, you know, like he will absolutely equip me with everything it is that I need to raise these kids the way he wants them to be raised. You know, um, he will put on my heart the things that we need to do and say and how we need to bring these kids up. And so it's just, a, but it's, a, you know, it's a constant, as it says in the, in the word as well, like renew your mind daily, you know, yeah. Is, it is it's literally every day like if you're feeling overwhelmed or if you're feeling like how am I ever going to achieve this or achieve that it's just like God I feel like you've brought me to this place and I and I really trust that you will give me what I need to to you know to to, to accomplish this or to you know to be the mom I want to be or to build the business I want to build you know and it's just it's just having this unwavering faith um that he who has promised is faithful yeah and one of, one of my favorite uh, scripture verses from Phil- Philippians 1, 6, that he who began a good work will bring mm-hmm. it to completion, will bring it to Absolutely. fruition. And so, like, I always kind of hold on to that. And, like, the work isn't done. It's not finished yet. And um, mm-hmm. and God will work to bring it to completion. So I kind of learned to rest yeah. in that um, mm-hmm. over years. You know, I, I love that you brought in the fact that, you know, you're a mom of two kids because it's mm-hmm. it's often – it's, it doesn't look glamorous, right? You know, family, kids, and media, Hollywood, all of that. And yet, yet we we have our kids. Like I have three girls. Um, mm. And how do you, how do you guys? And I'm sure other members of the team have their family. How do you guys kind of manage the family life, home life, with the demands of the industry that you're in? Mm. And um, do you guys? bring your kids in? What, what is that like? And I'm asking that because I, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family home. Mm-hmm. My both my parents had businesses. So we worked, went to school, come home, work, work on the tire shop, do meat pies. Where We were in it. But for me, yeah. looking back now, I've learned so much from it. Mm-hmm. When I was doing it, I, re, I was very not happy. <laughs> like, oh, we got to do this again. So know, right? talk, talk, talk to us a little bit about the family dynamics, home life, yeah. work life, and balancing, managing that. Mm. No, it's it's a critical also it's a critical part of, of our company is absolutely the kids are in and there and around and you know it's so it's so wonderful. And and I guess one of the nice things I think globally about about one of the positives of COVID was that it kind of became acceptable, right? Because everyone's working from home. Yeah. And so kids will come into the room and we think we all saw that clip that went viral, you know, with, I think he was a broadcaster on his, <laughs> yes. his came in or whatever, you know, but that's been all of us over the last yeah. couple of years, you know, um, I've definitely had a lot of moments where my kids have come in and needed me and, and everyone at work is complete. They're like, Oh, Hey, you know, oh, I see a little boy in the background. Come and say hi, you know? Yeah. And so it's, um, it's, it's been, it's been wonderful, you know, with everybody working from home. I think that's been great. But that aside, um, we definitely have like a, 
family is all welcome policy and oh, it's your kid's birthday. Okay. You know, don't come in today or whatever. Of course, spend time with them, you know, cause it's most important. And again, it's your life going by. Right. Um, and if you, if you were able to kind of, you know, being a, being a parent, being a mum, you know, is, you know, for, for everyone in the company, like that's your most important job and your most important role, you know? Um, and so, uh, the company really, really respects that. And, and it's really phenomenal. Um, you know, and it's so nice to go to the studio and there's kind of kids running around playing with the plush animals or, mm-hmm. um, you know, and also obviously the animation, right. We've got a perfect test audience as well. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, so I'm often like to my little boy, like, come watch this. What do you think? Or, you know, like we were testing a, ca- a little character, what we designed a character. And, and so, you know, the design team sent it to me saying, please ask your son, what he thinks of this character which one does he like better you know and so we we absolutely more ways than one right not just like we all love each other like family but like our families are involved we all know each other's spouses and children and you know um a lot of you know in Cape Town a lot of them go to school together and um so it's yeah it's absolutely it's a family company in so many ways and awesome Miss Rita it was such a pleasure talking with you um I, I know I, I've gained a lot from this conversation. I'm I'm inspired and I'm motivated as well. And I know uh, our, what we're doing will be transformed from this, right? Um, it, as as we're wrapping up, um, let's go back to the David movie. Uh, mm. Like, what can people expect? Uh, when when are you guys projecting for it to be ready? How can people learn more about it? How can people partner with it? Like if people want to give, because I know you guys have a, a, a funding page up. Um, mm. So like, let us know how people can partner, engage, collaborate with you and even know more about the story. And the Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for asking. Um, so we have a website. It's thedavidmovie.com. So if anyone wants to see some of the production art that we've done or any of the development work or meet some of the team, that's a great place to go. And that's where everyone can watch the, the demo as well. We've got it up there. Um, so that's the davidmovie.com. And then in a couple of months, um, we will be yeah doing another kind of round of crowdfunding. And so just keep your eyes on the website um, for, for more information on that. And um, expected release will be 2024. So still okay. still a good two years away. Awesome. Um, but we've got, you know, obviously we've got an Instagram, you know, we've got Instagram, we've got um, Facebook and all of that. So if you want to just follow us on our social handles, then that's a really good way to kind of keep up to date with what's happening and release schedules and things like that. So, um, yeah, a couple of places to stay connected to us, which which obviously we would love. Awesome. Well, I do want to encourage everyone watching, go check it out. Um, you've seen the preview on um, the demo reel here on the show, but if you want to go and kind of watch it again with your kids, with your family, uh, go to the website, check it out. We'll have the link running uh, right here on the screen. Uh, we'll also post uh, on our website, creativemonthshow.com, a link to their site and to their link um, and how you can give, because they do have an uh, option for you to partner with them. And we do want to encourage you to partner with them in this venture, this this is something I believe that's going to be transformational transformation to so many people. So we do want to encourage you guys to to to, to connect in and collaborate and partner with. Uh, Miss Rita, any final remarks or comment as we're, as we're getting ready to wrap up? Um, no, I mean I just yes. So yes, sorry I said no, but yes. One you know one kind of thing that I would just you know love to encourage people like you know we really feel like we're David you know in this and um, we just yeah we just really believe um 
that God is bigger, you know, and, you know, kind of, as David said, you dare defy the armies of the living God, you know, yeah. just encourage people. If there's, if there are any giants in your lives, you know, just um, take a moment and don't, don't focus on the giant, but focus on the God who is way bigger than the giant. Yeah. Um, and he will absolutely come through for you. So yeah, be, be proud to be David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your giant is nothing. <laughs> Such an amazing way to wrap up this uh, this episode, and 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 I just want to encourage you guys, like, and that translates into every era, whether in your personal lives, your entrepreneurial journey, um, your mm-hmm. faith journey. Um, if there's giants, don't focus on the giant. Focus on the God who's bigger than the giant. And with that said, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and being with us for this episode of the Creative Monday Discussion Show. Uh, we definitely uh, appreciate your your you choosing to watch the show, choosing to be with us, and we definitely will see you on the ne- next episode. Don't forget to subscribe as well uh, to our our YouTube channel, our mailing list. Uh, don't forget to uh, follow TNC So Arise TV as well as. Uh, uh, Caribbean Invest TV. We want to thank our partners for really uh, helping us to broadcast and amplify the message of the show. With that said, I want to say God bless you. Have a good day and I'll see you on the next episode.